Welcome to the second volume of our sample jars, looking back at the cream of far-off foreign affairs from afar. Uh, but we'll be back with fresh cuts for you to chew on soon enough, listeners, so do not worry. In the meantime, we hear a ghost story from the best bar in Nebraska City, of course, Dinty Moors. Chris takes us off to Japan for the tale of the space hamster. We hear about a woman having some public toilet issues up a mountain near Seattle and more that we jingles and stuff. Yeah! Enjoy the show! In New Orleans, we're going 988 miles north, all the way to Nebraska City, Pete. And Tom, oh, we're going back to oh. Nebraska City. Do you like podcasts, you two? Yeah, yeah. Take them or leave them. Take them or leave them. Love them. Love them. Boring. Oh, Tom loves them. Well, okay. there's a there, there is a there's a podcast anyway out there. Apparently, sounds mildly amusing um and uh the nebraska city news press you, you you've heard of that publication yeah um yeah. they've yeah they've written a little article it's uh it's entitled nebraska city resonates around world on podcast uh, i'll just read you a little bit from it here it says nebraska city is a small town but talk of the town is resounding in different parts of the world thanks to a podcast Chris Marsh, Pete Lyons, and Tom Burton. I know these guys. They described themselves as three fully grown British men who generated the initiative to create the podcast Show Yourself, Mr. Jasmine. I I, I, I know that. Yeah, I think I know that, though. I know that podcast. Uh, Marsh is the one who oversees sharing stories, news, and other things about Nebraska. A question you might be asking right now is, why is someone from the United Kingdom talking about Nebraska City? Has he been in the city or have relatives? Marsh shared his reasons. I, I, I said this. Uh, we chose Nebraska because we wanted to do a segment that was completely away from where we live with people living different lives, said Marsh. For the group, places like New York are too well known, so they decided to start with Grant, Nebraska, retelling some of the stories from the town, and then they moved to Nebraska City. Uh, among their most recent podcast, the three friends have talked about the complaints about the Cargill plant in the city and the, 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 the horrendous odour, mm-hmm. uh, and shared the story of the Seven Sisters Road. Oh, Even yeah. though, yeah, remember that. Even though they're all from the United Kingdom, Lyons lives in Japan and complicates things a bit. He certainly does. <laughs> yes. Sorry about that, lads. It's quite inconsiderate of me, isn't it, to live in Japan? She never actually stated that the fact that you were living in Japan complicated things, just that you complicate things. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Japan dwelling, that's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's just everything else. Everything else. It's just, it's just me. All right, okay. But uh, thankfully, the pandemic has shown us that it doesn't matter where people live, the internet can connect anyone in any part of the world. Okay. Uh, Marsh said they have listeners from all around the world, from India to Russia. 
and other places too. With, with, yeah, it's not just India and Russia. Around 30% of their listeners are from the USA and about 10% are from Nebraska. Uh, the three of us have developed a love for Nebraska. We want to build a relationship with the people there, said Marsh. Nebraska feels so familiar and unique that we want to share it. Even though none of them have ever been to Nebraska City, they all wish to visit very soon. Can I just point out once again, that was front page news. The second time we have made front page headlines in Nebraska. Shut up. I'm telling you, Tom. They must be pretty desperate for news, eh? <laughs> They're putting us on the front page. No, I don't think so. I think it's, it's a quality story and we're well uh, deserving of it. I think, yeah, I think the front page is the most appropriate place you could put a story like this. I think I wouldn't have been happy to see it on page seven. I think front page feels right to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's big news. Yeah, so with that line in it, lads, uh, about that we've never been to Nebraska City, but that we wish to visit very soon. What do you, what do you think about that? Would we be welcomed in Nebraska City and Nebraska in general, do you think? Is it something we'd like to do? I think as long as we behave ourselves. I think the moment the moment I'm allowed to get my passport out of the safe, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm going there. You know, sometimes people say, if you go anywhere in the world, where would you go? And people usually say, you know, the Maldives or Luton or somewhere like that. Yeah. I'd say Nebraska. If you were going to go out for a drink in Nebraska, Chris, or more specifically Nebraska City, where do you think you'd go? Only one place, isn't there, Pete? Only one place to go. I think we all know where that is. Dinty Moors. Dinty Moors. I I absolutely... Is it possible to love a place you've never been to? Dinty Moors just... I know that we banged on about it in the last episode and how much I loved it, but I, I just genuinely do. And I've got a little bit, actually, of some news about Dinty Moores, uh, whose anniversary, 115th anniversary, was yesterday. There had been cornhole plenty going on there. 115 years? 115 years, Tom. So, uh, yeah, I hope they all had a fantastic day yesterday. Uh, and uh, do you know uh, Christy Shoemaker? Is she the proprietor? Well, yes, in a way she is. Uh, so, and uh, another example of people in Nebraska having fantastic names, Christy Shoemaker. And we, you remember we had Scott Angel, didn't we? Yeah. At one time, Christy, Christy Bacon was a good Christy one from Bacon. Grant. Christy Bacon, yeah. Well, they, another, don't, they don't mess about when it comes to uh, make it, making up names. Over when they, when they the give world. themselves names, they give them quality names. Uh, she's she's been in touch with me this week, uh, and she, she's she's a, a very nice lady, uh, and she sent me some information about Dinty Moors. Christy and her husband and a, 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 another couple, uh, Eli and, and, and Carrie, um, they're the owners of Dinty Moors, but they don't call themselves the owners. They call themselves the caretakers. Uh, the custodians. Because, yeah, because they don't... Um, they don't feel like it's theirs. It's for the community. They're just oh, looking after nice. it right now. Yeah. Yeah. They have got a manager, though, who runs the bar day to day. And that's uh, a lady called Carrie Lee. They do lots of work for the community, raise lots of money for charity. And she sent me some fun facts. Uh, some of them we touched on, I think, in the previous episode. Uh, but one of the, the couple of the things she sent here 
that the bar has maintained the original layout and decor. So 115 years old, and it's got the same layout and decor. And the Dintymore family helps maintain it by volunteering to paint it, clean it, and keep it shipshape. I love that kind of thing. Places like frozen in time almost. There's nothing worse, and I'm sure we've all experienced this. I can think of somewhere off the top of my I won't name them, but locally, where it was a pub that I really, really liked to go to. And one of the selling points for me about it was that it was caught in in time. It was on yeah. its age. And then it got taken over by a big brewery chain. And the first thing it did was shut it down for about two months. And when I went back there, it was horrendous. They usually fill, fill, fill it, take all, all the lovely dark wood, fill it, fill it with pine and stainless steel. And it just looks horrendous. Yep. Had absolutely no character anymore. And yep. uh, so I uh, sent them an angry letter, told them I will not be going back. Yeah. And the people, the regulars, right? The, the drunks at the bar, they all say, oh, I'm not. I'm not going to come in here when it's all changed and that. But they do. Don't you? A few weeks well, later, the same faces. You know. I think I think it's a, it's a gamble because a lot of these places now, these pubs, when they get taken over and refurbished, they become eateries. And almost the sitting down, having a, a chat with your friends and having a pint becomes an inconvenience to them. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's a dying... Uh, Tradition, I'd say. Mm. Well, yeah, well, that was a slightly negative note, but not not regarding Dintymore, just pubs in general, certainly over in the UK. Uh, the one last bit I'd like to tell you here for the time being, rumour has it that Dintymore's has a ghost. <gasps> lives within the walls. You like ghost stories, don't you, Tom? And, pub, and specifically pub ghosts. Okay, now there's something very specific that this ghost does and YouTube will not be aware of it. So I'm going to ask you if you might be able to guess what this ghost does in Dinty Moors. Uh, let's see if you can if you can get this right. Does he does he come in in the in the middle of the night and <clears throat> the beer lines, he put he flushes all the pipes through with cleaning fluid. So they don't have to do it uh in the morning. It's like his benevolent ghost, he does the some jobs for, for them. That'd be very helpful, wouldn't it? I they're the they're the ideal ghost pub ghosts, I'd say. You don't hear a lot about ghosts doing nice things, do you? Uh, no. Yeah, I was gonna say, does he come in in the middle of the night with a screwdriver and try and rob the fruit machine? Maybe. That's 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 a that's, that's a bad ghost. That's we a bad need, ghost. We don't need ghosts like that around here. No, so uh, Christy has, uh, in, in her email to me, uh, stated that the ice machine randomly stops w- uh, working for a week or so and then starts back up again magically. And she's put, we have almost replaced it four different times and then it suddenly starts working again. So it's yeah. the ghost tampering with the ice machine. Yes. Have they got their receipt for the ice machine, I wonder? Well, maybe just, it's just from keep, 1906. Keep just keep hold of the receipt, <laughs> just in case. In case it's not a ghost. Yeah. I, I know this is turning into a bit of a consumer affairs kind of thing, but always, always keep your receipt. Wise words. Pine cones roll. Pine cones are nature's weatherman. <laughs> or woman. 
You can buy pine cones by the sack full and feed them to your pigs. You can burn pine cones as fuel on your fire. And invest in pine cones today. Pine cones So, Chris, are you going to take us all the way to your neck of the woods? What? Japan. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. And I think you've got some explaining to do. Upfer. Yeah. On behalf of you and all your town folk in Japan. Okay. Let's Listen to this. A hamster has successfully returned to Earth after being launched into the stratosphere on a flying balloon. The space ham reached a maximum altitude of 14 miles, that's 23 kilometres, and is in good health after being safely recovered from the sea off Japan's Miyako Island. Mm -hmm. According to Iwatani Giken, the company behind the Iwatani, Iwatani Giken, the company behind the daring experiment, the hamster was placed in an airtight cabin 60 centimetres high and 50 centimetres in diameter. One photograph showed the rodent looking wistfully out the window while seven miles above the earth. Boy. Iwatani Giken is hoping to bring manned space travel to the masses and the experiment was designed to give would-be consumers confidence. Unbelievable. But you've got to say for yourself, Pete. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, why would they go with hamsters? you think a lab rat, a mouse perhaps? Why a domesticated pet? Seems a bit cruel if you ask me. Yeah, I think so too. And it's particularly distressing for me, given the recent loss of Teddy too. Mm. Oh, Teddy too gone, is he? You know this. He's in his minion lunchbox. Oh, is that? Yes. Oh, okay. I lose track so of day. Are we? Yeah. Is it because we're genetically closest mm. as humans to hamsters than any other creature? Could be it, any, some, yeah. Any other creature, yes. Yeah, mm. yeah not monkeys, no. Um, I did see the photograph of uh, this uh, hamster in his box. He had a window, and he was looking out of the window, Aww. and he, you could see the curvature of the earth behind him. And he was there, just just staring at it. What do you suppose he was thinking? I'd love a fag. He's thinking, "What the fuck am I doing up here?" <laughs> I just want me ball, a little nest of. Hey, what? He says, for one minute I'm at pets at home, the next minute I'm 14 miles above the earth. <laughs> What's happened to my life? You think these boffins have got more pressing issues to, you know, crack on with monkeypox? You know, hope so. Monkeypox, global warming, war, things like that, you know. And Large what? Hadron Collider, sex toys. Yeah, right. Mm. What, what are they doing launching hamsters into space? It, 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 that's the kind of thing that should be last on your list, I'd have thought, you know. 
Well, it was an advertising ploy. This is what it all boils down to. It's an advertising. There is no experiment here. They literally got one of them big space balloons, you know, the one that gets to a certain height, yeah. pops, and then comes back down. Yeah. And they put a hamster in it. How does that advertising campaign work? Well, a hamster was all right, so you'll be all right. I mean, I'd rather, if it was like a man-sized hamster, then I might be okay with it. Yeah, but... I don't see what the hamster proves. Exactly. I could launch a hamster into the stratosphere probably with my right. arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got a good arm, haven't you, Chris? I have. I just don't see how, how this, this experiment, if you can call it that, instills confidence in a human to trust one of uh, Iwatani Gicken's balloons. Eloquently put, Chris. That's what I was getting at, yeah. Mm. You know what I think? What do you think, Tom? What do you think? I think they've got a clue what they're doing. They're making it up <laughs> as they go along. It's quite right. You can't act. You've got to respect that. Mm. I, I wrote down a few things, though, that I thought this is things that I I thought uh, that maybe they should have thought about. What if it had drowned, this hamster? Because it landed in the sea in its little box. I'm, I'm presuming it parachuted down, like the there's some mechanism for that. Could have drowned in the sea or they could never have found it. What if it plummeted to the ground, hit hit the earth? What if it froze to death in the stratosphere? What if it carried on and went into space and then the hamster popped because of the whatever that thing is mm. in space that makes you pop? The no air thing. Uh, yeah. 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 Or what, if, what if the hamster met these like aliens on another planet and, and they made these like big. Yeah, what do you uh, think, Tom? Mon- what if you got a big hamsters? Got, got a space virus come back to Earth and like landed in the sea? Um, just then, then because of the virus, he grew into the size. Eater, we've got another Godzilla on our hands. Did I want that? That's what I said. Absolutely. Oh, but I think I said it a bit louder. There you go, then. Don't mess with voodoo. So, Chris, you've got your passport, you're at the airport, you're going to take us all the way to... USA! 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 Oh, yes. A woman who was at the summit of Mount Walker, uh, that's uh, just north of Seattle, in the USA... Uh, had to be rescued after falling into a toilet. Uh, the unnamed woman, unnamed at her own request, uh, dropped her phone um, into the toilet. But unfortunately, it was one of them, because this was at the top of the mountain, it was one of them outdoor kind of drop toilets. So basically, it's like a big well that someone's dug. Mm-hmm. And it's very deep. Uh, and you you do your doo-doo into the hole. Well, she's dropped her phone down there. So what she did is she got some a couple of dog leads, you know, leashes, and she tried to fish it out, like lasso it out of the, the hole with the yeah. dog leads. 
but it 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 didn't work. So she used the dog leashes to form some kind of harness to lower herself down the hole. No. And down she went into the depths. Oh, she wanted that phone bad. Real bad. Did she drown? Creative in a, in a rescue of it. Yeah. <clears throat> no, she, did, she didn't drown. But she was, according to reports, covered from head to toe in excrement. Uh, firefighters managed to get her out after she'd been trapped in there for approximately 20 minutes. And Fire Department Chief Tim Manley said, and I think he sums it up for everyone, where he says, I've been doing this for 40 years, and that was a first. So, uh, that again, she won't be doing that again. Take me hats off to her, though. Oh, no, she. Yeah, I know. I you, know. You can't blame her for trying I and mean, being, yeah, like you say, very inventive in her um, mm. method. Unfortunately, it didn't work that time, but it could have worked. Could have worked next time. Who knows? Mm. She, I, if I was her, I'd want immediately after being rescued, I'd want a drink. Oh, that's the first thing you're going to need. Mm. I, th- I think you'd want a shower first. Nah, that can drink, wait. Drink first. Drink first. The excrement can dry a little bit, and then you wipe that, wipe that on your sleeve or the sleeve of your, your, your wife, yeah. and have a drink. Have a drink. I like what she did there. Yeah. The the fishing the fishing of, of it didn't work. And then she made a makeshift harness. It's good thinking. Where she got the two the two dog leads from is anyone's guess. Article is unclear, but she she must have had access to two dogs. That, well that's I think that's the only assumption we can make. Mm. It, really? Did she get a phone in the end then? She did because um, she managed to call nine one one, as is the emergency number in the US of A, and uh, she yeah, she fished it out at the bottom of the the bog, and uh, she was the one that rang the the fire chief. Right, yeah, actually, listeners in North America, you might want to take uh, a note of that number uh, if you are in a, an emergency. That is the number to call, isn't it? What number? Nine one one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's one one nine know, in Japan. Something new every day. Yeah. yeah. Everything is Pete. And it, uh, for anyone listening in the UK, if you do find yourself uh, in a spot of bother, the number to ring in this country is nine nine nine. Yes. Yeah. Or, or just or send us an email and we'll do it for you. Yeah, that's it. Send us an email and uh, we'll pick that up at some point. (laughs) Fishing with dog leads. You're a fisherman, aren't you, Chris? Oh, absolutely. We fish with magnets. Yeah. 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 Um, Boat scupperer. If you'd been walking past, Chris, and and you're aware of that going on, that she dropped into the excrement, would you have gone in after her? Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. 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 No, because then two of us would need a can. Mm. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't have gone in. I'd have put, I'd put my hand in, though. I'd be like, take my hand. 
and I pull her up like the, like a hero. I'll say, like, put the leads on them dogs, they're going mad right in there. That's where I'd come from as well. I'd be like, I'd look, I'd, I'd approach, I'd approach the scene. I'd think, hold on, something's not right. A couple Ooh, of dogs, dogs here running around, unaccompanied, and I'd go, well, yeah, then hear her yelping down the halls. Are these your dogs here? Yeah, you want to get them on a lead? And while I'm at it, what are you doing down there? I'd, I'd drop her a few cans down, I think. Yeah, and leave her. Go home. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Email, show yourself, Mr. Jasmine. And let nature sure. win its car. And sure, if you need to, use the toilet while you're there. <laughs> yeah, it could be a long trek down. That's it, just say, you don't mind, dear. It's gonna go it's gonna go <laughs> look look away. <laughs> it's gonna go dark for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Close your mouth. Total eclipse. <laughs> Funny guys, eh? We'll be back soon enough. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.